1: And welcome back to another edition of Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. The pro late models were in action this past weekend at Tri-County Motor Speedway in their first standalone event without the late model stock cars this past weekend. And we found our first two-time winner of 2022, William Sawalowicz took home the checkered flag in dominating fashion at Tri-County Speedway on Saturday night. We'll go to our friends at Pitt Road TV, Tony Stevens and Lenny Baticki on the call. The Keen 200
2: about to go green. We've got our first race on track here at Tri-County Motor Speedway in Hudson, North Carolina. And down through turns one and
3: two, William Swalich assumes the point no surprise William Sawalich out front remember starting on the pole here in the car super late models one year ago so for Sawalich to be out front here kind of a familiar place but Katie Hettinger going to fall into the second spot or a quarter of a lap this group is behind the leader William Sawalich so Sawalich is in the middle of the back stretch there he is going by the Tri County side you see Jet Nolan behind him the one Not thing that they, if he gets up there too high And caution is out on the speedway. Like, there may be. Uh, I think we might have some sailboat fuel over in turn number two. So, yellow is out, is in, and Lenny looks like they are going under the hood on the Luke Finhouse car. And that is never a good sign. They were uh, just about to go at it with Austin McDonald and Caden Quapple back there in the Corvette Parks ride. So, uh, things are very racy from third through about seventh right now. 30 laps to go. William Sawalich is the leader and the control car through the KRC power steering restart zone. Green flag is out. 30 laps to settle the first half of the Keen Parts 200.
2: Hind on the inside, that flame at race car. Oh, big problems.
3: Back straightaway. Katie Hedges, your Jet Nolan. Huge contact. Caden Quample nearly caught a piece of the concrete as well. He's still rolling, and they're still trying to crash in turn one. Wow,
2: right across the bow of the Corvette parts 35, and now Quaffle's got damage on that front end.
3: Quaffle is damaged. Hettinger is damaged. I believe Jet Nolan and a couple of others may have some imperfections in their race cars as well. Oh, boy, did the temperature really crank up? He nice. said, well, it, it sort of is. It's the, <laughs> it's the original Hamke. It's a Clattenburg racing fabrication car. Well, Hettinger chapter. spinning,
2: spins out at the nose of the 13 car. Now I didn't oh see boy. how it started, but they were certainly there asking and giving no
3: quarter. At the William Sawalich is the control car. Michael Hind alongside it. Look at Gio Ruggiero as they gas it up through the KRC Power Steering Restart Zone. New third place runner Gio Ruggiero, contact for the lead, Michael Hind first serious challenge to William Sowalich now with 20 to go. The flaming Floridian back there
2: gets a little sideways and Ruggiero is on a mission but Hines slides
3: it look at that slide, he almost saved it. As the solid right carrier's pace car exits the racing surface through the KRC power steering restart zone William Solalich leads the field to turn one and that was a good looking restart A good looking
2: restart and a good start for both of them up front Ruggiero right at the door of the city. Oh. Pushes him up. R- Gio wants that top spot once again. Swalich not about to give it up. He powers down into one. Comes off corner number two. It's a three-way dance for the lead.
3: 18 to go. And that 81 of Ruggiero is pulling no punches. Anthony, in 10 he- laps to go. Will that left front tire survive the rest of this race? And White flag in the air for William Swalich. Final trip around the Tri-County Speedway for Minnesota's William Swalich. A year ago, he made a super late-mile debut here, put it on the pole, and it ended in the fence. Tonight, he will work his way off turn four and claim his second career. Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour Pro Late-Model win in the King Parks 200. Out of the race car, William Swalich, a two-time Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour Pro Late-Model winner. Just how easy was that? Or was it a lot harder than it looked from the grandstands? Because you certainly made it look very, very simple.
4: I just paced myself good. I'm fortunate I can get a great car from Dennis and Brandon Setzer and all the crew guys. Um, I think we just paced the race well. I did my thing, run my race. Um, I had a mistake on that restart. Um, I think I came back from that well. Um, I think all in all, a good race.
1: That's William Swalowicz. Winner of this past Saturday night's Keene Park 200 Pro Late Model 100 Lapper, Gio, Giovanni Ruggiero finished second, Jet Nolan third, Luke Fenhouse fourth, Caden Quapple fifth. Cody King, sixth. Michael Hyde from Florida. He was the um, New Smyrna World Series of Asphalt champion on the pro-late model side earlier this year. He finished seventh. Austin McDonald, eighth. Charlie Keevan, ninth. And Landon Huffman round out the top ten. On the other side, the other 100-lap feature that was run on Saturday night at Tri-County, the Southern Super Series, the super-late models. Hunter Robbins took home the checkered flag. Jackson Boone, second. Jake Garcia, third. Carson Quapple finished fourth. William Sawalowicz. Who did double duty, finished fifth in the nightcap. Jet Nolan, another one that did double duty, he finished sixth. Steven Nassey, seventh. Jake Finch, eighth. Cody Connor, ninth, and Michael Hyde finished tenth. We will talk with the winner of the pro late model race, William Swalowich. Uh, in segment two here of the Stickered Up podcast. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out. We'll take this opportunity to come down pit road. Sticker Up, we return. We'll talk to the most recent winner on the Cars Tour pro late model, William Swalich. You're listening to the Stickered Up podcast. Stickered,
5: Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. title sponsor of the cars tour furniture for less prices 30 to 40 percent less than the
0: big box furniture stores conveniently located 3301 richlands highway jacksonville north carolina Call Adam Resnick, 910-540-7157. That's 910-540-7157. For all your furniture needs, give them a call. Furniture for Less, official furniture supplier of the Stickered Up Podcast. Follow them on Facebook at Furniture for Less, Jacksonville.
4: Hi, this is William Swalich, driver of the number 6 Starkey Pro Late model, and you're listening to Stickered Up Podcast.
1: Green flag back this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Joining us the uh, the GSX Raps Hotline, the most recent winner and two time winner on the Cars Pro Late Model Series here in twenty twenty two, William Swallowich. William, welcome to the Stickered Up Podcast.
4: Thank you, thank you for having me on.
1: Well, uh like like we said before uh, before we actually came on the air, you're you're actually the first pro driver, full time pro driver that we've had on the Stickered Up Podcast, and. What better way to to have uh, have you on after being becoming the first two time winner in the series in twenty twenty two? Take us back to Tri County this past Saturday night, and, and it was a very competitive race, but one that you were pretty much in control of from start to finish.
4: Yeah, no, I thought it was a good race. Um, I think it kind of all started from practice. You know, the team just did good job um, unloading with a great car. Uh, Made some minor adjustments, nothing big. Um, We knew uh, we'd always have a good car going into there. Um, But, you know, I think the race was good. Um, Obviously, helped qualifying on the pole um, and to control the race. Uh, I feel like that's something I'm good at. And if I can get up front, uh, I, I really excel at doing that.
1: William, you're you're 15 years old, which some people might call a veteran in in, in racing these days. But uh, mm-hmm. you've been with you've been with Setzer uh, Racing Development for the last couple of years. You've been in everything from a from a super late model to a pro late model to a late model stock car. You've actually competed in the late model stock car portion of the cars tour race at Hickory uh, earlier this year. How much do you learn uh, being that you know going back and forth between three? disciplines of stock car racing.
4: Yeah, I think there's um stuff I conscience, consciously learn and unconsciously l- learn. Um but I think it's just kind of all about seat time. Anytime I'm not um, in the Super Pro, I do the late model stock um just to be racing every week and just um get more comfortable and comfortable um in these cars. Um but no, I think it's one of the best things I can do for my development right now is just in the seat all the time.
1: One thing that, that I experienced for the first time as a, as a fan was, was speed weeks down at new Smyrna back in February. Uh, basically 10 days of, of racing that new Smyrna speedway. And, and you were part of that on the pro side with, with Donnie Wilson. You're again, 15 years old. So for you, it probably wasn't that, that taxing, but what does it take to go in there 10 days at a racetrack and and be racing seven, eight of those 10 days?
4: Um, I think it takes a lot of mental strength um, because you kind of got to keep your cool through the whole weekend and, you know, you get frustrated night one, you can't wreck your car and night two and then then you're done. Um, So you got to keep your cool. Um, Just kind of got to be in it for the points. Um, Stay consistent with your finishing positions and uh, you'll have a good weekend there.
1: You, you've teamed up with, with, again, Dennis and Brandon Setzer. Obviously, Dennis uh, uh, drove in the truck series, and and Brandon, a very prolific late model and super late model driver uh, in his heyday. What are you able to learn from those guys each week at the racetrack um, under their tutelage?
4: Yeah, no, they both have a lot of experience. Um, I think it's just um, all their experience, they come together and, uh, they kind of make one summary for me, and um, they get me up to speed really quick on the tracks um, done in this North Carolina area because they've been on them so much. Uh, they know the lines, they know what the lines will do in the race, um, how the track will get. Uh, it's just things like that that um, help me do really well with them.
1: You're 15 years old. When did you get the bug? When did you decide, or when did you think that you wanted to become a race car driver?
4: Um. So I first got in a quarter midget, um, when I was nine and I did that for about like four years. I'm like, okay, this is pretty fun. And then I got in legend car and I started doing pretty good in that, um, some consistent, uh, top fives. And I think that was kind of when I knew I wanted to do that and, um, and then got to late models and here I am now, um, doing pretty good and just loving it and loving it more.
1: Talk a little bit about that transition. Obviously, we do see a lot of youngsters uh, that make that transition from legend cars to jump into a to a full-size race car. How did the opportunity come about for you to get into your first late model or, or pro late model?
4: Um, so, Lauren Renier uh, connected me with Dennis and Brandon Setzer uh, for my first late model test um, in the full-size uh, stock car. And, you know, I didn't think... It was that bad. It just it took me a couple tests to get used to it, get used to the fenders, um, and then really like my first race, I realized like how much more room I left like on the straightaways on somebody, and when I'd like break off early into the corner and not pull somebody up. So it's just uh, little things like that that um, you learn over time. Um, but I think legend cars helped me uh, really well in light model racing because um, I think they're one of the hardest cars to drive. And I think if you can drive those, you can drive anything.
1: Are you big into the iRacing? I know that that's a big thing for a lot of drivers, you know, young and old. Is that something that you're, that you're into?
4: Uh, kind of like if I go to a, a new track, I've never been to, um, I'll hop on iRacing for a little bit, um, and just kind of run it around and get some visuals down. Um, but maybe I'll get on there a little bit with my friends and mess around, but, uh, not too big on it.
1: So I see here, Eden Prairie, Minnesota. What part of Minnesota is that in?
4: Uh, it's just South of Minneapolis.
1: Okay. So d- what, what is, is there, is there a racing, is there a racing environment in Minnesota? Obviously, you know, the Southeast is known for, for late models and, and super late models. I mean, do, do they have mm-hmm. an asphalt presence in, in Minnesota?
4: Um, kind of it's very small in Minnesota but there's Elko uh, Speedway yeah. that's the only asphalt track that I know of up there um, I grew up racing legends there um, but really like any of the Minnesota racers they're big on like going to Wisconsin and racing there racing the supers there okay um, and that's where I just was Milwaukee Mile I uh, got second there um, that was my first time racing up there in a fulls. Um, full-size stock car um because i've raced their legends many times um but no i it was fun
1: well, I've obviously, you know Lauren Renier is 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 one of those guys that that helps young drivers kind of find their way and give them opportunities. Obviously, us Cars Tour folks are obviously very familiar with the relationship that you have with sets or race and development. But you've you've done some other stuff, if I remember correctly. I think I saw you running pros and some supers so elsewhere. What where else can people see you racing when you're not running on the Cars Tour?
4: Yeah, I'll be running. Um uh, Southern super series with Donnie Wilson. Um, I'll be doing red bud. I'll be doing, um, the 400 in Nashville. I'll be doing snowball. Um, all those kind of big races in the super. Um, and then continuing the, uh, cars to prolate pro late model series, uh, with the setzers in their car. And, uh, I'm doing a double header at Hickory, uh, with the pro late model and the late model stock, uh, coming up for a race. Um, and the doubleheader at ACE okay. with a model stock and probably a model.
1: Um, I know this is, this is probably some of these racetracks that you're coming across now. You probably seeing for the first time, I would think that you're, tr- you know, Franklin County was probably a first time. And, um, mm. but are there any racetracks out there that, that you really liked the first time you got to it?
4: Um, I try to like every racetrack because <laughs> if, you don't like a racetrack, you're probably going to have negative thoughts during the race, like, oh, this track sucks. That's why I don't, I don't like it. And I think it just affects your performance. But one that I really, really love is Pensacola. Um, okay. I first went there in a pro uh, last year uh, with Donnie Wilson. Um, I love that track, got eighth in my first race there, and I won the second race. I went there. Um, so that was fun, and also uh, Tri County Hickory. I love both those tracks.
1: When you go head to head, I'll go to the super side um, because the super has some some more recognizable names for our listeners. Um, when you're racing beside a Stephen Nassie or a Bubba Pollard, one those guys that have got years and years of experience do you look at those guys just like you'd look at anybody or is there that kind of that, ah, moment, man, I'm running, I'm running side by side with Bubba Pollard or you even think about that in the car?
4: Um, I mean, maybe for a split second, like, Holy crap, that's Bubba Pollard. I used (laughs) to watch him all the time. Um, but I think I just, I just try and learn from them the best I can because they're the best in the business. Um, so I think I just take all those lessons I get from them and, um, using when I, in my other races.
1: Speaking on that, uh, I know, obviously we talked earlier about, um, about Dennis and, um, and Brandon's experience running pros, running supers, running late models do they give you really I mean how much do they talk to you during a race as far as like hey you know, might want to run this line or hey follow that guy that guy's gets around here really good are those things that you pick up on that they talk to you about on the radio or are those things that you do kind of on your own
4: uh, I think half and half there anytime they give me any advice like maybe move my line up or down or uh, start my throttle earlier or break a little bit uh, less and get more roll speed like I try to Um, initiate that immediately because I trust them and I know they're good at what they do Um, and I think that's with anybody I work for I just trust them and uh, do everything they tell me to to um, try to make my performance better
1: well you're you're 15 years old obviously a lot of us know what William Swalich does on the racetrack each and every weekend but but what do you do outside of the racetrack, what do you do for fun? I mean, again, you're 15 years old. You're, you're, you're a teenager. You're supposed to be doing fun stuff. What kind of things do you do in, in your, in your off time?
4: Um, man, I'll do anything, anything like that I can just run around and do, um, something that I consider is fun, but is also re- related to race car driving is running. Um, I do that just to try and, uh, be a little bit more fit for the race car, but, um, just off the track, no, uh, race car driving involved. Just, I kind of like to play any sport, uh, with my friends and I'll just, we'll just hang out.
1: One thing that you just brought up that I think a lot of people still, I don't say neglect, but they don't think about it is obviously, um, being fit and, and how physically demanding these race cars are, especially here in North Carolina, the hot summer months of July, August, even into September, What do you do leading up to a race week to prepare for that as far as hydration and and, and your physical fitness?
4: Yeah. Um, So I'll work out a couple times a week, um, and then I'll do some runs to um, have my cardiovascular system uh, running good. Um, It helps and benefits a lot in the race car because it just makes your job easier. Just stuff like you don't have to worry about. Um, Same with hydration. Uh, Just be – cognizant of drinking water all the time and not um, drinking too much soda or pop. Um, it just really helps my job in a race car um, has and makes you think about less as well.
1: People are gonna say pop, and that really tells where you're from up up north. Because I've got some friends that are from that Wisconsin, Minnesota area, and I always get a chuckle when they call it pop. But that's what that's what you guys were raised, and that's what you guys grew up calling it. So um, mm-hmm. I think it's cool. But uh, obviously, uh, next cars tour race for the pros uh, at Wake County uh, next weekend. Um, any other races uh, that you've got planned before? We both uh, have, you know, convened at Hickory Motor Speedway at the end of July where you'll be doing double duty, running the late model and the pro late model.
4: Um, So I'm running a TA2 car or Trans Am car in um, Road America this weekend. Um, And then after that is Wake. And then after Wake County is Redbud 400 in Indiana in the super late model.
1: I have a question. And like... Mm -hmm. I think that th- that's a lot of racing. Do do you ever feel like that you could potentially get burned out at a young age by do? I mean, I understand that seat time is very valuable. It's very important uh, for you to to master your craft. But does that ever cross your mind as far as maybe racing too much?
4: Um. Well, I can definitely tell you it helps when you're winning. <laughs> yeah, right. Um,
1: absolutely.
4: But there was a couple times where I'm like. Man, this is a lot. It's kind of starting to wear down on me. But, you know, wins help. Doing good uh, helps. Um, But, you know, I just try to stay positive. Um, But it's just something I love to do and want to try to do and make a career out of it.
1: Well, I'm looking here to some stats, and it's pretty remarkable here. Four starts, two polls, two wins. You've led 224 of the 400 laps that you've competed in so far in the cars tour, that definitely has a recipe for wanting to get back in the race car. And I'm sure you're probably licking your chops to get back in that Setzer uh, pro at Wake County uh, in a couple of weeks. William, I know it takes a ton of people to get you to the racetrack each and every week. I want to give you an opportunity to thank all those po- people that make it possible for you.
4: Yeah. Uh, Sound gear, Starkey, Audible, and big thanks to my mom and dad.
1: Well, William, we wish you the best of luck this weekend. Um, your road racing, and we will see you again here in a couple of weeks at Wake County Speedway. Can't thank you enough for taking time to sit down and chat with us here on the Stickered Up Podcast.
4: All right. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it.
1: That's William Sawalowicz, driver of the Sensor Development Pro Late Model Side for the Cars Tour. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out. We'll come down Pitt Road. Sticker Up.
5: When we return. We'll wrap up this edition. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. <laughs> Stickered on. Official Podcast to the Cars Tour. Get the picture with Pit Row TV,
0: the official home of Cars Tour TV. Where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Hit Row TV. Check them out online. HitRow.tv. That's HitRow.tv. Don't change that channel.
5: Delivery by truck. Part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated food. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals and the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. Adam Zirkel performance technologies, video overlays powered by racetrades.
0: Compare your driving line around the track against the best and see how you stack up against the competition they get every lap every car available at every cars tour event new for 2022 tracks on it services and they can set up a network exclusive to your needs at the racetrack on race weekends contact adam Zirkel, 434-222-8947 that's 434-222-8947
3: hey this is connor hall driver of the number 77 chad bryant late model and you're listening to the stickered up podcast
1: White flag, this edition of Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. And we have an off week. Pro late models will take to the track again next Saturday night, July the 9th. The GSX wraps 100 from Wake County Speedway. 100 laps for the pro late model stocks. And we will preview that race in next week's edition of Stickered Up. Do want to share with you some information um, that's come out from the Cars Tour. Over the weekend, the race at Dillon Motor Speedway that was scheduled for October 11th has been canceled, um, and they have moved that date to August the 30th where they will be at North Wilkesburg Speedway for a points race. Uh, 30 cars will take the green flag. More information will follow in the coming days, and we will keep you up to date here on Stickered Up as that news flows. Do want to share with you guys also the first leg of the Virginia Triple Crown for NASCAR is this weekend at South Boston Speedway, and a handful of cars tour regulars are slated to take the green flag on Saturday night at South Boston Speedway. Among those, we're looking at Brandon Pierce, uh, Kyle Dudley, who finished second at Franklin County earlier this year, is in the field. Carter Langley, uh, Carson Quaple, the points leader, Jared Fryer, uh, Bobby McCarty, Mason Diaz, Peyton Sellers in the field, Landon Pimbleton in the field, who ran the Dominion race a couple of weeks ago. Some other names, Connor Jones. um, Looking down the line, we've got Connor Hall, Trevor Ward, Minnie Tyrell will be back in action this weekend. Corey Heim, who's a regular on the cars tour, he's in the field, Mike Looney, Jonathan Schaefer, Lane Riggs, forty-eight late model stock cars pre-registered for this weekend's event at uh, South Boston Speedway, the Thunder Road, Harley-Davidson 200, presented by Grand Atlantic Resorts. Uh, if you cannot get to South Boston Speedway this weekend, you can catch all the action on Flow Racing. Want to thank those folks that help it Up come to you each and every week. Solid Rock Carriers with Kirk Ipock, BST Shocks, PJ Bront, Adam Resnick with Furniture for Less, Tony Stevens with Pit Road TV and Adam Zirkel, Performance Technologies and GeoCut. And as always, our friends here at Broadcasting Experts, Morgan Patrick, Dave Perkins for making us sound so good. We also want to thank our guests this week, William Sawalowicz for joining us. Until next time, that's the checkered flag on this edition of the Stickered Up podcast.
3: Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will
4: be available wherever you download your podcasts.